and welcome everybody to Dark Feather Gaming. This is our gaming news podcast, and as always, this is Thor here with Doc and Sasquatch Senpai. Why don't you take us off this week, Sasquatch, with our new game announcements and updates? Sony and Kojima Studios. Uh, Death Stranding is coming to Xbox PC's Game Pass this week. In fact, it's there right now. So if you're looking to play some Death Stranding, the best walking simulator this side of Firewatch, uh, well, it's, you're in luck. Um, the reason that it is able to come to Xbox's PC Games Pass is because 505, 505 uh, Studios, the publishers of the PC version, can publish it to whatever platform they want on PC, meaning even Xbox PC Games Pass. So uh, look forward to trying that out if you want to. It's actually pretty fun. A couple bits of Destiny news. Destiny 2 is getting a little more solo friendly with a new looking for group feature built into the game. So no longer will you need to just run to, you know, uh, Destiny 2 Discord to find people to do different content with. So hopefully uh, if you're just looking to do a raid or something, you can random it up and that'll be terrible. I'm quite looking forward to it. Also, um, Destiny 2 is on the Epic's Game Store now. And if you download it on Epic Game Store and link your account, you can get the 30th anniversary pack for free. That includes a Gallahorn, a dungeon, a few other things. It's absolutely worth it. And um, absolutely. Ivala, whatever. There's also Fortnite skins. There's also Fortnite skins now. So, yeah, you got Ikora, Zavala and the Exo Stranger as well as their weapons, and um, you can drop into the island on top of a sparrow. So, yeah. And a new island from the ja- the Javelin 4 Crucible map is available now, so as well. It's going to be kind of weird. Dune is getting an open-world survival MMO on the wake of the RTS that released earlier this year. Not much news on it, aside from the announcement trailer of a dude all hyped up on Spice deciding to fight a fucking giant sandworm with a couple of pickaxes. But yeah, beta signup is now available if you want to try it out. Um, there is a little bit of a little bit of a pre-release thing that you can read on it. Uh, Dune Awakening combines the greediness and creativity of survival games with the social interactivity of large-scale persistent multiplayer games to create a unique and ambitious open-world survival MMO. Rise from survival to dominance in a vast, seamless Arrakis shared by thousands of players. During GamesCon over in Germany, while releasing a new trailer for Life of P., um, a Souls-like, loosely based on the fairy tale of Pinocchio. The de- a developer, a developer <laughs> for the game itself, re- released on Twitter that it will also be coming to Games Pass at day one. So yeah, uh, not only did we get a new uh, 4K trailer for the game, the longest trailer that we've had, most story as well. Um, also, you're going to get it on Games Pass. Nice. 10 years later, Dead Island 2 is has a release date. Cancel canceled about nine years ago for the release and creation of the uh, Dying Light franchise. Um, 
Dead Island 2 has was initially leaked on Amazon and then it was officially announced at Gamescom. Um, we got a new cinematic trailer and we got a new gameplay trailer and it looks fantastic. Uh, just like the original, it does take place in California. So it's not really much of an island outside of the entire state of California, hopefully being kicked off into the ocean. <clears throat> but uh, yeah, it looks like more Dead Island with a bunch of thrown together melee weapons, jump kicking zombies and a lot, a lot, a lot of gore. So let's see. Where is that release date? Where is that release date? It is coming to PlayStation 5, Xbox Series XS, PlayStation 4, Xbox One and PC February 3rd of next year. The Lords of the Fallen is a sequel to, I don't know, four or five years ago, Lords of the Fallen. Um, there was a world premiere trailer at GamesCon as well for it. Um, not much there. Cinematic. You're fighting the gods who came back like you did in Lords and Lord of the Fallen. So there you go. We got a new game on the way called Atlas Fallen um, from Deck 13. Uh, the cinematic trailer showed people fighting sand monsters and using sand and powered weapons and sand magic. So it's Dune Destiny. Um, it was mostly cinematics, but uh, yeah, you're apparently gods. Gotham Knights has had its release date pushed forward and they released a new trailer showcasing some new villains for the game as well. Um, it has been pushed forward to October 21st. So uh, that's four days sooner than it was previously going to launch. So there was some other game launching, I think, at the same day. That they didn't want to be there. I think it was Call of Duty. So I think that's why they pushed it forward. We're also, we also got a new official reveal trailer for new Tales from the Borderlands. So if you're a fan of the old Tales from the Borderlands, you got a new one on the way. You'll be following characters Anu, Octavio, and Fran. So yeah, these are characters who were in um, what was it? Uh, Tiny Tina's Wonderlands. Sonic Frontiers has gotten a release date, and that is this November. So if you're looking forward to the open world, open world ish 3D Sonic adventure game, uh, you can start playing it on November 8th on Nintendo Switch, PlayStation 4, PlayStation 5, Windows PC, Xbox One and the Xbox Series X. At a new release trailer from all in games um they've made games before such as ghost Runner, which is fantastic in chernobylite um it is called phantom hellcat uh the trailer looked pretty neat and they call it a near inspired hack and slash adventure and you can definitely tell from gameplay portion took some inspiration from how near ran from perspective switches to pretty much just game genre switches very stylized it looked Neat. I'll probably check it out just because Ghost Runner was fantastic. And finally, after seven months of being shut down, the Dark Souls 3 servers are online again. So, yeah, if you want to play some Dark Souls 3 co-op, you can now. That's all the new game information that I have. All right. Well, how about the legal debacles? 
Um, new mobile cross-platform PC MMO Tower Fantasy. Um, not only did they ban hacker accounts, they publicly released their names to be shamed on the internet. So, uh, I guess don't hack in their game because they'll just release your name. Also, there is a clack, a clack action, class action lawsuits going against Oracle, accusing them of tracking over five billion, five, wow, five, five billion? billion different people. Yeah, that's a lot of people. So tech company Oracle is on a, uh, is facing a huge class action lawsuit for tracking 5 billion people and selling their data, making over $40 billion a year on this data itself. Oh yeah. Um, The scope of this lawsuit is huge with the representative stating on behalf of worldwide internet users who have been subject to Oracle's privacy violations. They are, (laughs) this is a, this is a lot of people. Um, it is the, the legal representation is being handled by Leif Cabraster, Hyman and Bernstein. Hyman? Hyman? It has to be Hyman and Bernstein. Definitely just going to go um, with Hyman. <laughs> yeah, so uh, keep a watch on that because you'll probably get like $27 and some change out of it. Okay, that's all I got. Uh, on my side, I do have one for legal debacles. Um, Sony is being sued uh, for over five billion dollars, or I guess over five billion pounds—that's five point nine billion in U.S. currency—over um, the price of its online PlayStation Store prices. Um, the plaintiff in the suit is claiming that Sony is overcharging customers uh, and abusing its portion of the pr- as the primary seller of PlayStation games digitally. Um, this was filed oh. in the UK. Um, and yeah, the, uh, the idea is that they're, they're not uh, giving as good a deals as like steam does. So they're screwing people. Um, These people should really check out the Nintendo eShop. I, yeah, I, I don't, I don't know. I, I mean, it's happening. It's, it's in the UK. I don't, um, I mean, quite honestly, as far as like digital storefronts for consoles go, it's always seen very, very fair. Yeah, I yeah, I, I can't get on board with that because, yeah, I, I buy stuff off the PlayStation store and like I've bought stuff for 90 percent off like often. So I I I have no uh, I, I got no help for you, my guy. I, I don't know uh, what you're fucking talking about here. Um, get, let's see. Quote. um. With this legal action, I am standing up for millions of UK people who have been unwittingly overcharged. We believe Sony has abused its uh, position and ripped off its customers. Gaming is now the biggest entertainment industry in the UK, ahead of TV, video, and music, and many vulnerable people rely on gaming for community and connection. The actions of Sony is costing millions... Excuse me, it's hard for me to get through this quote with... Uh, without giggling Uh, the actions of Sony is costing millions of people who can't afford it, particularly when we're in the midst of a cost of living crisis and the consumer purse is being squeezed like never before. Well, see the cool thing about a commodity such as video games is you don't need it to live. 
yeah it's yeah the the com- yeah the complaint is like, just, like just everything else is game. getting expensive sure. like our our games should get less expensive that's not i don't know um but also why pick on sony because like i said originally like like you said it's like there's definitely um people way more villainous at this than sony is i get a lot of good deals on sony like are they 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 put up deals as consistently as steam does they they're trying to compete in a digital market right um and i would even, say they have uh, as many large sales as steam but as far as just special like weeks go steam probably definitely takes a cake so how to like developer or publisher weeks like yeah. every week there's a different like at least mike I would say I'll say micro, but it's at least like a publisher's library sale. Well, they do a lot of small sales on the PlayStation store, not like store wide sales, but there's always you can always find something on discount Um, and beyond digital. Another cool thing that Sony does um, is anytime they have the big sales where there's all these discounts on the PSN store. If you go into a brick and mortar store, those same games are discounted that same amount in their physical copies. Um, so they actually like dictate their MSRP follow their actual digital prices in brick and mortar stores. So it's, um, I, I just don't, I just don't see why why make Sony a villain. They do pretty good on that. There's, a, I mean, there's a lot of people that like you should like Nintendo, for example, that maybe target at first. I don't know. It's it's just it's a weird hill to die on. Of, there's plenty of things to vilify Sony over, but not how they run their store. Yeah, it's it's a weird hill to die on. But that's all I've got. So in legal debacles. <laughs> oh man, um, what do we have over in our industry news? See, Embracer Company owners uh, Saints Row has had their stock price take a massive plummet after Saints Row reviews have hit. Uh, disappointing sales and reviews. Sales maybe from the reviews, sales maybe from people watching other people play the game and realize this might be a pile of garbage have caused the stock price for Embracer to fall. So. This is the first big reboot and big launch from any of the Embracer-owned AAA studios and IPs. Um, so, yeah, this might not bode well for how they approach any other of their owned properties and studios, IPs in the future. I got it and I returned it in two hours. It was awful. He dead? No, no, no. I my my mic was definitely not muted though. <laughs> um. Uh, I did have something on the PlayStation side. They're starting to come over for uh, what what do they call it? Um, PlayStation games for PC. Um, is what they're kind of spinning it towards, and they're starting to try and maneuver more into that PC connection area. Well, go on. I mean, that's that's I know they're um, 
they're moving what is a Spider-Man or Marvel's uh Spider-Man remastered is going to be was what like three days ago or something like that. Um, um two weeks. But the um the, the actual page has lists of games that are available on PC now um and ones that are going to arrive. Um there's a section it's it's just titles that are coming soon. Um so it can kind of help you keep track of of which games are going to be coming to PC. Um, but I think they're trying to lean into it a little more, which is good. Just got to get that simultaneous release. I think they'll get there. I think I, I think they're working their way there. All right. So what do we have over in TV, movies, comics? Well, I mean, I had some tech oh. stuff, but whatever. Oh, where, oh, where's the tech? Oh, why are my threads all screwed up? Where, because yeah. we didn't post anything for a week. I have. Yeah. I'm showing nothing in tech news, though. I literally have them open. Oh. Well, then. Did you just erase it for no reason? No, I Wait, don't know. Are you are you sure what you have isn't industry news? Eh, it doesn't matter. It's tech. Well, what do we got in tech news? PlayStation VR 2 is getting a 2023 release window. So if you dig nice. PlayStation VR, PlayStation VR 2 is on the way early next year. Um, let's see. VR mode displays VR content in a 360 degree view in 4000 by 2040 HDR video format. Um, 2000 by 2040 per eye. With 90 and 120 hertz frame rates, uh, there's a cinematic mode, which lets you play non-VR media. And the interface is uh, 1080 HDR for that with uh, 24, 24, 60 hertz and 120 hertz frame rate as well. So price point will probably be about the same as the original PS VR. Sony has increased the price of their consoles in multiple non-US market and markets. Um, they're citing this as a the uh, what they said, quote, the global economic environment is a challenge that many of you around the world are no doubt experiencing. We're seeing high global inflation rates, as well as adverse currency trends impacting consumers and creating pressure on many industries based on these challenging economic conditions. SIE has made the difficult decision to increase the recommended retail price of PlayStation 5 in select markets across Europe, Middle East, and Africa, Asia Pacific, Latin America, as well as Canada. There will be no price increase in the United States. So everywhere else. Maybe this is where that guy was upset for because it's going up in the UK. Oh, yeah, OK, um, that would make more sense. Microsoft did directly respond to this and said they're not increasing the price of the Xbox Series X or S in any country. No, but they, I mean, it was that that lawsuit is specifically over the PSN stores, digital content, though. Guys, yeah, just off his rocker. Like Epic Games couldn't beat Apple. What does this random dude in fucking the UK think he's going to do? <laughs> And in news, nobody ever, in news, nobody ever wants to hear ever. Denuvo wants to expand its anti-piracy tech to Nintendo Switch games. Oh, hey, we were just talking Ouch. about DRM. Yeah. Um, 
everybody knows who's ever experienced the game with the Nuvo knows that it literally fucking hampers the game's ability to be played and run. Um, countless tests have been done with both pirated versions having the re- Nuvo removed and versions of the games that have the Nuvo anti-piracy on there. Um, the ones with it removed run better. The pirated copies literally run better on machines than stuff with this. So, well, I mean, I can explain that mathematically. Like, of, of course it does. That's just math. Like, well, it, I mean, there's so many, there's so many other things too. Because, like, if Denuvo's website goes down, which it happened last year, you lose access to all the games because then the anti-piracy software doesn't work because yeah. it's an online check. But I mean, it's it can really be boiled down to resource, right? If you're, if you're running any extra software, two softwares running at the same time is going to take more resources. Even if one is using like an immeasurably small amount, that's, it's still going to demand. There's no way you're going to run any kind of DRM software period and have it not affect your resources. You just can't do it. Um, so anything with with Denuvo, with fucking um, HDCP, with any kind of direct di- or any kind of digital rights management software of, of any of any kind, it's it's going to affect what's going on. There's just no getting around it. Um, ju- and what's the other? What's the anti cheat software? Um, there's a bunch. there's like easy anti-cheat i think is the biggest one I'm, I'm thinking of one in particular but I, I can't think of but any of that stuff that gives root access to your computer's resources it is gonna screw with it it's yeah it's probably de nouveau anti-cheat that you're thinking of oh yeah de nouveau has an anti-cheat also that's right yeah that's my oh, god awful. that means it's gonna be awful yes is that what valorant uses Valorant uses something they call it's called Vanguard. It's that, root. Um, that's what I was thinking of. Honestly, I see no difference uh, between pre Vanguard and post Vanguard, like none at all. Um, Call of Duty uses Ricochet, which is also root access, and it really doesn't work. Let me tell you. I think that's what's going on with Doc's audio issues when you switch to Destiny, but I, I looked it up and Destiny doesn't seem to use any sort of DRM it's software. It out. But oh, okay. It was it was Logitech G Hub. Yeah. It was literally your headset. Yeah, and my mouse. And my- every, time, every time I aim upwards, my volume goes up. I don't know what's going on. That'd be amazing. Uh, I was kidding. I was kidding. Oh, it's like, oh my god! Um, I do think you could program it to do that uh, through the G Hub software, not actually like looking at it. Uh, But apparently, it decided to enable uh, profiles for games, all set to like everything Mm. at default. Okay. So every time I was switching to a game, it was setting my mic to to fifty percent because that was uh. the default profile for that game, instead of just going to whatever I had set in Windows. Gotcha. But it's fixed now. I'm I am in Destiny Two, and my mic is not resetting. Well, that's good. 
All right. Do we have any other uh, tech news or industry news there, Sasquatch? Nope. All right. How about our movie TVs and comics? I think that's our last. Dragon Ball Super is the biggest movie in the world right now. Oh, nice. Smashing the box office with $47 million worldwide. Which for an anime movie is absolutely bonkers. I think that actually breaks a record at this point. Solid. Yeah, they did. uh, What was it? 18 million in Japan and 21 million in, in the U.S. on opening weekend. Nice. It has a ways to go in you in, in the U.S. to be the highest grossing anime film. What was it? Um, Demon Slayer, the Mugen Train arc. Uh, when it released by the end of 2020, when it released in March, it hit just shy of half a billion dollars. I'll be surprised if Dragon Ball gets there. I don't know. I thought the movie was amazing. Like. Start to finish, great film. Uh, easy, easy contender for best Dragon Ball movie. I highly recommend you go see it. I'll maybe get to it eventually when I stop having the flu or West Nile virus or something. Yeah, don't don't get West Nile. It's just the flu, but from a mosquito bite. Concern, it's really annoying. I don't, I don't know if that's what I have, but the flu and what's now virus, the symptoms run exactly along the line with each other. Did you recently get bit by a mosquito? Oh hell yeah, fucking Texas. That's what you get for moving to Texas. You know what though? You know what I haven't seen yet this year? A mosquito. Sunshine. Actually, it's been like. Sunshine, beautiful, too much. I want my rain back. Yeah, no, we've had only rain. That means more mosquitoes. That would be. Thanks for taking our mosquitoes to Texas with you, I guess. (laughs) You live in the middle of fucking Seattle. You shouldn't have mosquitoes. I don't live in the middle of Seattle. Okay, you live slightly to the side of it. Thank you. We 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 usually don't have much in the way of mosquitoes. Yeah, I know. Like maybe if I go into the forest. Right now that we've gone off on a tangent. <laughs> um, and news I never thought I'd hear myself say after reading it. Spotify and Hideo Kojima are launching a podcast next month. Nice. Um, his podcast will exclusively be on Spotify starting in September. It is called Hideo Kojima Presents Brain Structure. Um, Jeff Keighley will regularly have an entertainment section, an entertainment news section on the show. So he'll also include apparently very special guests from various fields. Um the first episode will be released on September 8th, with uh, every episode coming out. With a new episode coming out every week, episodes will be both in English and Japanese. Uh, the first episode is episode Double Lot Prologue. It dives into his creative process, apparently. 
So, eh. oh, that's the pilot. That, that's the pilot that... episode. You can actually check it out right now. It's already out. Nice. Um, Netflix has found a director and writer for its Bioshock movie. So, yeah, uh, Francis Lawrence, director of I Am Legend, The Hunger Games, Catching Fire and Slumberland. It will be the director and the script is being written by Michael Green, who wrote Logan and Blade Runner 2049, as well as American Gods. So it's actually it's actually pretty good chops for a TV show from Netflix based on a video game. Nice. Logan and American Gods was pretty good, and I Am Legend was pretty good, and so was Slumberland. Later in 2049 was okay, I guess. Just can't really live up to the original. All right. Well, it looks like that's going to wrap up our news for this week. Uh, what have you been playing this week there, Sasquatch? I have been playing a bit of WoW again. Uh, I did the new content for Final Fantasy 14. I've continued to play Tower of Fantasy. Um, I did pick up the new uh, Spider-Man game on Steam. I've been playing through that and I've almost finished it. It's really fun. They nailed the web slinging and, you know, slinging around the city. Um, and Valorant, of course, as I tend to do. And Magic here or there. Nice. How about you, Doc? Uh, I've been a little all over the place this week for, after finishing uh, Digimon's Hacker's Memory. A uh, little bit of Destiny, a little bit of Final Fantasy XIV, a little bit of Multiverses. Uh, oh, I did that with you. Yeah, you did. We went on, we went on a pretty mean roll. You just need a Velma. Yeah, I actually played some Velma after that with uh, with another buddy. I had no idea what I was doing, but we were winning. Just wait till you know what you're doing. Yeah, I didn't have any perks, so that was uh, that was a rough little bit until I got a couple of like the side ones. But I think that's it for all I've been playing. I've been looking at Magic the Gathering. <laughs> I mean, that usually is most of the playing it as well. <laughs> I feel that. Like, I came across, or I came into around probably three to 4,000 cards. Yeah, that's a 5,000 card box. Yeah, and uh, so far I've probably gone about through two-thirds. Nothing higher than an uncommon. Um, there's a couple older lands scattered throughout uh but most of the cards range from 2016 to 2017 there has to be more of those boxes dumped somewhere gotta be but we didn't find them yeah all of my uh chaff like that the commons uncommons and everything uh that i had in like boxes like you found i gave to a friend before i moved I, I, I did the same thing before I moved. I did the same thing. I uh, when I when I when I left Washington to Arizona, I uh, donated my cards to a friend. Who did I donate those to? I don't remember. I gave them to someone. It might have been you. No, it wasn't me. Okay. 
it wasn't much, but I uh, I just kept the deck I played and some of my my rare cards. Mythic rares didn't exist yet. Which I didn't have any. What about you, Thor? What have you been playing? Um, I've been playing 70 hour work week simulator. Um, oh, that's right. <laughs> no, I, I did manage Is it to get a on... simulator if you're actually doing it. <laughs> um, I, uh, I did get a chance though to start in, uh, the new Final Fantasy 14 patch. I didn't get super far, but we did get past the, the new, first new dungeon. Um, I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was good. Um, yeah, that's that's about it though. I, I I tried to get in on the double XP week for RuneScape, but out of my forty eight hours of double XP allotted, I think I managed to use like two of it, um, and most of that was last weekend. So it's yeah. Hopefully after this uh, after this week's over, I should have a little more free time, and hopefully that answer will be different next week. But we'll see. All right, looks like that's going to do it for us this week. Thanks so much, everyone, for tuning in. Don't forget to like and, sus- like and subscribe, all that good stuff. And come join us in Discord every Thursday night for the live recordings. Thanks, everyone, and have a great weekend. Have a good night. John A.